Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. It's showtime. Yay. Anyway, this is a comic book show where we take books in the past week. We talk about them and then we recommend books that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. Yeah, these are the things that we do. That's right. A lot of books. Uh, of course, the show is sponsored by viewers like you. We watch the show live. You can sponsor today today's show by using Super Chats. Ask a question or comment. We'll read it here on the show. It'll be part of it forever. Heck yeah. That's right. A um, little bit of housekeeping, I guess. Uh, make sure okay. to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and click the bell for notifications so you don't miss out on when these shows do go live on Mondays, anywhere between 5 and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, for Off the Rack, uh, Elseworlds Exchange, we just dropped an episode just this past Friday when I had no voice. Uh, my voice is coming back, slowly but surely, as you can tell. It's a little bit back. It's mostly back. To the untrained ear, it's back. But to the person whose voice is gone, it's not all the way back. And the person sitting next to him, jeez. That's true. That's true. A lot of, the, uh, a lot of books came out this week. Did they? I'm excited to talk about them. I don't know. I don't know. No, they did. But we are going to talk about this, them. This was a heavy week. It was a heavy week, but a good week. It was a good week to be for it to be heavy because the heaviness was, um, you know, made of good stuff. <laughs> it's like death by snoo snoo. It's like, can't argue with that. <laughs> Not going to say no to that. That's right. The spirit is weak, but the flesh is spongy That's and bruised. Great. Hey, did you ever read that random comic that we saw uh, attached to that QR code? Nope. So we were on our way down to Baltimore Comic Con. We stopped at um, like a convenience store and they had, I think it was Hershey's or Reese's. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but they had a display there and it was Justice League themed and they had a QR code. And I was like, what's this? And I scanned it. And it's it's a it's a comic with like art by Dan Mora. Yeah. Written for just for this. And you've got to like scan all the codes or something in order to get the rest of the comic. And I was like. That's cool. Yeah. I hadn't heard anything about that. And I wonder how many kids or people did it. Um, right. I was like, oh, neat. Like, yeah. And you got like a real like they're all real artists, but like you got an artist who's working currently. Yeah. On something to do it. I'm like, what? Yeah. I what? don't understand. So good for them. Yeah. If we didn't read it. No, I, I have actually still open in a tab. Oh, good. I'll never read it. Well, no, maybe, I might know that. Maybe we will. <laughs> uh, anything else going on? Oh, uh, New York Comic Con is coming up. It's going to be another couple of weeks, I think. Uh, and by a couple of weeks, I mean like literally a week or two. So it's the uh, 8th, I think, of October. It is uh, not. No? It's the weekend of the 13th. 13th? Yeah. Oh. It's Friday the 13th. I believe it's the 12th, 13th, 14th, and 15th. Yeah, you're right. 12th to the 15th. Well, Cheers. We are going to be there. Uh, we did get, uh, we ultimately did get press approval. Um, Thank you. Took a couple of tries yeah, somehow. We're appreciative of that. But we do appreciate it. And uh, so mm -hmm. we'll be there. Um, when we are there, we're going to set up a meet and greet. Obviously, you'll see uh, the community tab on our main channel, youtube.com slash comic pop. And you'll know what's going on um, when, yeah. we're, when we're doing that. I was just, I was just, you know, like hey, to all those in traffic right now. Yeah. Sorry. But like, we're happy to be with you. But um, yeah. Uh, so we're going to do that, and yeah. hopefully we'll see you there. Heck yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. I guess Heck that's it. I felt like we had more, yeah. but we don't. So let's jump into some books. Uh, I read Nightwing number 106. Uh, Nightwing's fine. Freaking, you know, it continues to be its own thing. What a good cover. Yeah, it's a great cover. Love this cover. I really do. I really like this a lot. Yeah. Like, um, I, yes. It looks like art with a sticker on it. Right. Like, I really I dig this so much. Yeah. Like, just the pop of color. And and him literally looking like he just like someone was like 
Yeah. I know Nightwing. Yeah. Nightwing covers. Uh, the, they're at the top of their game. Really? Nightwing and uh, Detec- are. Detective Comics are some of the best covers. Yes. Now, do you feel like is this indicative? It's 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 interpretive. You know, it's about uh, the 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 passing of the harbor master or the freight master. I don't remember what the hell the guy. That was not what I was going to ask. New character question. But do you think it's what was it? Do you think it's um this book's being like hurt right now by it not being a Taylor Redondo collaboration any longer? Nah. Okay. I mean, I, I think that like. You're basically just waiting for Redondo to return, but you know there's, no, there's nothing inherently wrong with uh, with 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 the art. Okay. Um, nor is it detracting or or incongruous with what you've come to expect from the series. Okay. Um, the series in particular, you know, it's a it's a it's a standard of excellence that like Taylor set mm-hmm. and Redondo enforced, and Taylor's continuing its uh, its excellence. It, it, it is a companion piece to the Titans book in terms of you know they're both in the same setting. They more or less feature the same characters um this one of course focuses more directly on on dick grayson and and his cast of characters Mm-mm. um but yeah it's a, it's a good looking book uh and it's a it's a well executed book though it's a new arc so if you want to start out now you can um you know dick grayson uh, they set up a thing about a safety about about like um they retconned an idea that like rick grayson uh his previous identity received a uh, sensitive package that pertained to his true identity that he put away and so our main character dick is trying to recover that item that his previous self put away for him um but we're not done with the like former identity of rick grayson uh i think that taylor is just playing with the idea of like nobody liked rick grayson then i'm gonna make it interesting um and that's kind of fun okay I, I have no I, I hated Rick, yeah. but I didn't like hate Rick because I didn't like Rick. I just thought like the concept was like genuinely repugnant. Okay. You know, because it was editorially driven and sure. you know it's, it's well, that's, reductive. That's, that, that's not a horrible idea for him to tackle that. Well, no problem it's like with it. it's like, hey, it's a challenge and also no one will be mad at me. Right. And <laughs> no one will ape off it. It's not like someone's like, right. Man, I wanted to do the Rick race and retcon. No, trust me, you're fine. Um you recommended the art and uh, writing of a nice marriage together, and the uh, story is a compelling. Good start, though. Um, if you aren't reading Nightwing, you might be like, "Where's what's going on right now?" Mm-hmm. So check that out if you if you're of a mind. Mm-mm. How about you? Uh, I read Saga number sixty six this Naturally. week. Naturally, I'm not gonna really go into depth. It's just you know written by Brian K. Vaughn with art by Fiona Staples. Um, yeah, like I feel like literally after, and like maybe this is might just be me because I'm like I'm not I'm trying really hard not to meta read anything because I can't. There's I I have nothing to meta. The only meta I'm bringing into it is that I went to that um, Brian K. Vaughn um, panel thing, mm-hmm. and he's talking about like death within his books, and that like you know certain characters like he like it, that you know Fiona has asked like oh please don't hurt them right yes. like and like so like at this point now like I I just feel like you know brian is just playing around with what might come like who might die next yeah and it's, it's and i'm not like i'm not giving anything away or not giving anything I, you know what I mean? i'm just saying like every time i read this book i'm in that mindset of like is someone gonna die in this issue uh-huh. i'm just tense naturally it's just it's still a great book you Good. know it's just it's just an excellent book and um those who like are trade waiters the fact is like you have a really great experience because you're not you're not waiting those like <laughs> <laughs> in between um some of you never even waited the years um some of you just recently maybe got into it yeah uh, but it, it's still it's still excellent and still proving that um brian 
remembers the like things that he's left behind and will go back and, and get them. And then you go like, oh, yeah. Like, mm. And that's that's me lately with this book. Right? Right. It's like, oh, my God. Right. Yeah. Wow. OK, cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's excellent. Excellent. Good. Well, I caught up. With Ninja Turtles, Stranger Things, oh, uh, I, I I like this series. Cameron Shattuck, uh, Thero Paniche. When is this um, supposed to be set for them? Like, I noticed that Elle's got her like season two out. Yeah, I want to say it's between two and three, okay, and or at least between three and four. Tiny-ish. Like, ish. The uh, yeah, yeah. They look more like they're more. They're they're not high school. Uh, it's pre edity Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, obviously Stranger Things kids teaming up with the Ninja Turtles. They go on a field trip to New York. Uh, uh, Papa teamed up with Baxter Stockman, or rather that they were contemporaries. And when like the the Upside Down started bleeding into New York City, Stockman took advantage and used the Demogorgons to like <clears throat> inspire him to make Demomousers or whatever you want to call them. And, sure. You know, became a whole thing. Uh Stockman was interested in the upside down and telepathy and telekinesis and L. So lured her, strapped her to a wall, tries to get her to open up a portal to the upside down. Sure. There already is one. Okay. Um, there is, it, it's a, it's, a, it, it's attached to like the subway. Okay. So a subway car is just driving into the upside down and then coming out of the upside down and just right, pulling right, right, right. demogorgons and monsters like from the upside down into the, the real world. Um, uh, but of course, the you know, no Ninja Turtle story would be complete if you're going to deal with like big slimy monsters from Stranger Things. The Ultrams come into play, the Krangs, if you will. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So there's an implication of that. Uh, for the most part, this this issue in particular was a lot of like, well, I, I'm, I'm blending the two together though because I caught up. I read issues two and three together. That's okay. A uh, lot of talking, uh, a lot of like standing in a lab yelling at each other or talking to each other well, that's par for the course when you have a you know oh we've just met and now we're going to team up kind of thing yeah but there is a nice um blend because of course we split the party so two turtles are with or with the lab crew two turtles are in the upside down so we get to see i think it's leo and mikey deal with the upside down whereas stockman and uh or donnie and uh raf are rescuing l from the clutches of stockman mm. um can't believe i'm saying that like i was just i was reading it and i'm like this is really fun and i can't believe how well it's working yeah, yeah, yeah. and how like everyone's th- the voices are captured well um do the kids have much to do no like does will feel uncomfortable about going into the upside down yeah you know like like in everything he's in you know but well, there's nothing he, but hopefully if he's got mikey with him i mean i feel like mikey and dustin probably hit it off pretty well uh dustin's not with them uh ah. dustin's with donatello and uh Raphael. That works too, though. He went exactly. To science camp. Exactly. Went to science camp. Right. Totally works. But it's fun. Uh, the art's really great. It really does like blend the worlds together. But really, it's a it, you want to see uh, Peniche on a turtles book, and this is a turtles book. And what's yeah. great is because to crossover, you're really hitting all the highlights. So you know, instead of them being directed to do some kind of like I don't know, turtles in space or turtles, you know, on an island, it's 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 turtles dealing with mousers and stockmen and monsters and you know being in new york city and dealing with like subway cars and stuff like that so it's a lot of really fun stuff um it's a crossover i would never have expected that i really enjoy um well done idw and dark horse nice job uh, i'm enjoying this so far uh, i don't recall how many issues there are left but I, I i would like there to be more i think we're only getting the one more so this um, is the penultimate it's the penultimate yeah, issue it's a right. great time for you to catch up that's true that's true so uh, check that out if you haven't already excellent uh, I read uh, X-Men Dark 
this oh, week. Yeah. Uh, number two. Uh, and that is written by, hang on, I've got it right here for one time. Steve Fox with art by uh, Jonas Scharf. Yes. Uh, listen, like this is one of those books where it's like, if you like this team, read this book. Right. Like that's, that's um, you know what I mean? Like in terms of like Fall of, fall of X books, I'm sure something's going to come into play here. But uh, if you want to read about Madeline Pryor and Havoc and Gambit working together in a like, you is that know. that Maggot? I believe so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh it, it, no, it is. That's a rhetorical question. Yes. I was no, more no, like members of also it's her butt. Um, members of X Men Dark are Malin Pryor, Havoc Gimmick, who was from Children of the Atom. Uh-huh. Uh huh. M plate Azazel or Azazel. Yeah. Whatever you want to say. Gambit, Archangel, but not anymore. Maggot, Zero, and Albert. Right. Mm-hmm. Additionally, if you enjoyed the Secret Wars um, about Madeline Pryor, the Inferno book, yeah, remember that from 2015. I never read it because that was not assigned to me. But I actually picked it up recently, <laughs> and I haven't had a chance to to check it out just yet. But I have it now in my possession. Um, that Madeline Pryor is back. Mm, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She was at the end of the last issue, and she plays a major role. Um, in this uh, in terms of like what orcus is up to um and what their their future plans are so you know you know maddie had an opportunity recently um you know having come back at you know havoc's behest and other things um to deal with Jean and her desire for her memories for her son mm. um and, and it'll be interesting to have her face this iteration of her we get a little more like you know like hey maybe you don't know much about her here's a little information about her as mm-hmm. to like what her background is this other version um so i'm looking forward to seeing that meetup to see how much maddie has this maddie has our maddie has grown yeah you know yeah um for me i'm enjoying this you know but it was like with hellions like if you weren't interested in the team it was a great book but maybe you weren't interested in the team so it wasn't really gonna do anything for mm. you right so check out this book if you do like these characters they're a lot more dysfunctional havoc <laughs> even mentions the fact that most of the teams he's on start like this pretty dysfunctional mm-hmm. and i was like yes all right we are definitely acknowledging the hellions feel of it but yeah. it's not quite the same writing and it's not quite the same um humor like baked into it but it makes sense because you don't have a character like mr sinister there. right so you know, um, they're doing a lot of interesting things. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're bringing Callisto in potentially at least part. She was like a MacGuffin in this in this issue. Yeah. And uh, we get a, a really fun last page reveal of, of a change uh, to a character in a way. Ooh. Like not like a necessarily a permanent thing, but like for this arc, like, oh, no, what's going to happen? <laughs> oh, no. So right. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, but I'm not saying right now this is required reading for Fall of X, but it is required reading if you like this type of thing. Okay. Well, Ray Farr in the Super Chats sure. uh, said, been busy mm-hmm. with school, but I've caught up on the back issues, and these last few episodes have been great. Well, thank you very much, Ray. Uh, thank you for all the great content. Thoughts on Ed Brubaker's Cap Run with Bucky Cap. Um, I liked it well enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Brubaker's Cap. I thought it was great. It was a little slow starting for me. I thought it was a little, like, droll. Mm-hmm. But... I jumped in on Captain America Reborn, which I enjoyed thoroughly. And so it caused me to go back and read more. And I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm not really thrilled. I'm not set on Bucky Cap. And I don't think anybody but Brubaker has really done them justice. But, you know, it's good. It's mm-hmm. it's it's admittedly good. Uh, Cat Lawyer, have how why, have they said why there are so many Logan clones? Do you mean just in general? Or? I mean, Logan sells. Wolverine sells. Well, but. I meant like for right now, it's because Beast made them. Yeah. Because. Right, but why did he make them? because Wolverine's super efficient and he was he initially had utilized um a device essentially to make him 
like that primal version of Wolverine. So he would just do what he told them to do. But eventually Wolverine heals and evolves and couldn't help himself. Like, but that's where they all came from. If that's what you're referring to, then that's because dark beast. Yes. Beast. Real beast. Real beast um, made them all in in order to like have his one man war on like Orcus and humans. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Philip Croyce thoughts on the last season of Harley Quinn. Didn't watch it. Haven't watched the last few. Uh, And there you go. Uh, Girk Pectus, uh, Loki number four was fun and had a great fight. Loki versus Bullseye. Good for him. Uh, Darrow Kelly Barry, are there any chances of seeing you at Dublin Comic Con? No. But that means um, I'm also not. That's like that. You just said that, like, you're like, also, there's no chance we're ever going to Ireland. I'm maybe like, we'll go, oh. but like, not this year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Cotta, no question today. Well, thank you very much, well, John. Well, thank you anyway. Just a thank you for all the work, and please shout out both Ben and Ethan, if for nothing else than their incredulous reactions to some of the absolute craziness in comics. That's fair. I'll be sure to pass along the message. Thank you very much, John, for your support. And Lotaro Medina, I know the book is stacked in the creator side, but do you think Ultimate Spider-Man could ever get as popular as it once was? No, but with like an asterisk, I feel like... Ultimate Spider-Man, obviously, I think we talked about this last yeah. episode. Ultimate Spider-Man and JMS as Spider-Man would like b- jockey for the top slot, the top Spider-Man book. I don't think those days are ever going to happen again. But if anyone's going to do it, it's Jonathan Hickman's Ultimate Spider-Man mm-hmm. <laughs> with Marco Cicchetto on art. Yup, I'm going to buy it mm-hmm. and I'm going to read it. And I just hope enough people do. Um, I saw some like really cockamamie reactions to it, you know, and I guess that's just the case. You know, when you're like, hey, free ice cream. Yeah. And there's always going to be some asshole who's going to be like, I'm lactose intolerant. Like, cool. That means it doesn't apply to you. That's like every day. You know, there's something for everybody. Jackass. So there was like this big announcement. And I, I don't know what the Marvel's thing was. Marvel was like feeling themselves a couple of days ago when they were just like, Here's all the announcements from New York Comic Con. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Let me overshadow myself with all well, of these announcements. They they definitely, I, I feel like what they're trying to do, and, I, and this feels like a, it's a marketing meeting. They're like, let's try this initiative. Instead of just being like, we're going to announce all the stuff at New York Comic Con, it's more or less like, you want answers? That's where you're going to get them. Right. These are the things that are going to be announced. But if you want deets, come to slash read Bleeding yeah, Cool I, on New York Comic Con. I feel like it's like, a hype list where they're just like listen now go find out what it is now what what reality is going to happen is everyone's just going to wait for the news outlets to go there yeah it's like not watching the oscars yeah. <laughs> this is i'll go to imdb and just wait for the announcement it'll be updated literally within the second exactly exactly yeah <laughs> but i am excited it's gonna I mean, I'm, I'm excited and i hope enough people are i am too well for me like you know that that bookended hawks pox style thing yeah was very exciting to oh me. yeah i know yeah, not yeah. everybody was like on board for some of the writers but i was like nah they're okay Meh. they got this yeah exactly <laughs> uh speaking of jms yeah i did read captain america number one from j michael straczynski creator babylon 5 with art by jesus saiz from the uh, punisher series the most recent punisher series um this is essentially just like here's a here's a refreshed captain america book um jms had a pitch here you go and uh so if you like jms's writing which uh some of us do very much um i i think it's great you know jms actually it's funny he wrote one of the most iconic captain america speeches that was stolen and put into captain america civil war Mm -hmm. in a spider-man book and so i imagine this is like 
just just coming home. It's kismet. It works right. perfectly. Captain America, JMS. I'm on board. Uh, it's a dual story. We see the past. We see the, we see the present. Um, yes. What Cap was like after he lost his parents, but before he became the super soldier. Okay. Like, what did he What did he do? How did he live? You know. And we see uh, it, it's a it's a poignant and uh, contemporary book, unfortunately, because we're dealing with Nazism in America, uh, mm. and that's what that's what Cap's dealing with. Yeah. Of course. The idea that like there is a like prolific Nazi party movement in America and young Steve Rogers pre super soldier serum is like, what am I going to do about this? And I'm like, love it. No notes. Perfect pitch. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, we also have cap who I don't know what this whole like trend is, but cap buys the building he lives in because he's worried that the tenants are going to get kicked out. Mm -hmm. So cap's a landlord now. And I'm like, all right. They, if it wasn't in one of the, if, no, if it wasn't in the best Hawkeye book as a plot point, I'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, what are you doing? Because you're doing that again? Like, just with Cap? Right. Now, Jameis didn't write that. And I'm sure the Cap will be a very different landlord mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to Hawkeye. You might even say that Hawkeye is an absentee landlord. But it's good. It's it's a great book. The art's fun. It works. It's 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 a great book. It's okay. it doesn't it fills me with like pride. But it doesn't feel me with joy the way that the like Wade Somney Captain America book did. Like okay. I haven't picked up Captain America book like Wade and Somney's ever. Okay. But this is good, and I'm gonna keep reading it. Keep it up. All right. Um. What else you got? Um. What should we talk about? Uh, I read just really quickly. I read um Hexagon Bridge. Hmm. It's, it's an image book. Uh, uh, number one by Richard Blake. Yeah, I think I saw that over did, your shoulder. Did the writing and um the art on this one. Um. What a great cover. This is the cover is stunning. I love it. It's like an old book. Yep. The art is gorgeous. Yep. And the only thing that this book could really use is to not be individual issues. I think this would be a stronger entry right. as a trade. It's a hardcover. But I'm not saying don't pick it up if you're the kind of person who likes Hickman's work in terms of like decorum, mm. like that style of book, you might like this, right? I think it's only going to be five issues as well. Yeah. Um, so it's not a heavy lift if you want to get it issue to issue. It also would help to support a creator who this is, you know, they're just breaking into the industry. Yeah. Uh, they were part, I think, of like uh, an image like creator or I don't know uh, if it was an image grant, but it was like a creators for creators grant or something. And, and his work came out of there, selected for that. Yeah. Um, this is just it's just really really fun interesting idea um the art is uh very illustrative and i believe blake's background is that he went to risd oh cool um and and so like his uh bfa that kind of thing and not that that matters but i'm just saying like that's no. where this artist is coming from and from so a fine arts background yeah you're gonna get art that's like that a lot of like great panel work but like a lot of like beautiful like you know setting images like here we're in this location we're here right and the art's just really lovely it's yeah. just really really lovely it really really sets a tone and like i do i truly believe that this was written as a comic but i could easily see this as something else mm. like i so could easily see this put someplace else um some of the writing uh, maybe could use like a little bit of like a like a push, but listen, I, I as like a first entry, I was like ten out of ten. I, I can't. I, I absolutely am looking forward to reading the rest of this. This is one <laughs> of those things that the cover is what got me to purchase it. Yeah, it's um, gorgeous. The 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 pitch is that it's it's the future. 
like they think this is the year 4044. Okay, wow. And like we found um, some sort of like doorway essentially mm-hmm. uh, to a, a parallel, a strange parallel dimension. They call it the bridge. They sent two cartographers over there. Mm-hmm. And then like X Men, like not a, but a, a bit later, they lost contact. Oh. And like their daughter has like psychic abilities and still can like see visions of what's happening to her parents. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, and there's some sort of like there's AIs involved with this. It, it's just, it's, it definitely drops you into like the here's my world building, but yeah. I don't feel lost. Good. Like, I don't feel like I'm drowning. I'm just kind of like, cool. Yeah, you're just, yeah. you're just waiting in it. Yeah, I am waiting in it and I'm just like, and I'm waiting to see what's going to happen next. <laughs> but like, like I said, like the end of this, I was like, I really wish this was all just one thing. Yeah. Um, For sure. And I, again, I don't think it hurts it. I just was like, I could use this as, a, as an image graphic novel. Is yeah. It, an image, uh, like original graphic novel. I, I don't know. Like, how, like, I don't know if that would hurt them or what. But the book is too beautiful. I really would like to get this in physical. It's, yeah. it's just it's stunning looking art. And um, like I said, like if you like that kind of storytelling, kind of like similar ish, like world building to like a Hickman, you might want to check this 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 book out. And you might yeah. want to hear, check this um, this creator out. I, uh, what's the name of the book again? It's uh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Like, let's let's get it out hexagon there again. bridge hexagon bridge hexagon bridge by richard blake check it out mm-hmm. uh so i read uh batman superman mm-hmm. world's finest number 19 as awesome. i do every month uh or by month uh this of course uh features uh batman and superman teaming up to fight each other's villains uh riddler has been manipulated into uh sending batman and superman on a wild goose chase because of course like no one knows how to tell us riddler story that being said riddlers you used to fine effect if not uh like main character effect uh but the real like the the, the reason to read this is of course to watch jacks or and spider and superman fighting uh which is cute um it's also of course set in the past um but further in the past i think i don't know it's it's interesting because ne- like for the last 17 issues, we've been watching very much like Batman and Superman as they were friends early in their careers, but not the most early in their careers. Okay. But this has been very early where they don't really know each other. You know, they don't trust each other yet. And uh, but they are cordial and they are collegiate with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Uh, we see them like recognize each other's strengths and weaknesses, uh, shenanigans of the Phantom Zone involving uh, Alfred and several number- members of the uh, okay. people are shoved into this Phantom Zone. Uh, Batman finds himself there as well. Um, you know, and, and and just watching Jax and Cal fight and do their thing while, while dealing with the Phantom Zone is, is fun. Um, but it also is a, an opportunity for Wade to introduce yet another new evil villain, uh, Aether the Messiah. Who I'm, happens to be shrouded in a cloak so they can be revealed to be someone else, potentially. Of course. Uh, it's probably <laughs> Magog, but we'll see. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, it's fun series. Uh, Travis Moore is on art in this time around, as opposed to Dan Mora. I do miss Dan Mora because everyone should, but I think Travis Moore does a nice job. I think it's fine. It's fun. Very redondo in its uh, in its, oh, in its styles. Okay. okay. So uh, if you like... Like the, the the weekly adventures of Batman and Superman, this is absolutely the book for you. Okay. Um, if you secretly read Justice League just to see Batman and Superman interact, that's the book for you. Sure. Um, Extifer, uh, just a silly question to donate. Mm-hmm. I already have Grace in the Spy collections as trade paperbacks. Should I get the Omnibus as well? I'm also considering getting the One Bad Day hardcover collection. Thoughts? 
here's what you need to do. Number one, don't get an omnibus if you already have the collection. You don't need the they don't need the omnibus unless, unless you're looking you're, to get rid of. You're the, a collector. If you of collect those, the omnibuses, like, sure, but like different. If, but if that's the case, unload the trades. Like, don't keep two copies. Well, um, well, okay. Here's the thing. I could understand someone having both. If if listen, if you want to have a collection of omnibuses, you just want your shelves to look nice. You want that shelf porn. Go for it because yeah. the trades are easier to read. So right. I completely understand that if you have the space for it and the the funds for it, fair totally enough, totally get it. But get uh, and you don't waste your time and money with that hardcover. Uh, only a couple of the issues have like special bonus art in them. Uh, so and it's not worth it. I don't think I never buy books for bonus art. I think that that's like like that, that's like interactive menus on a DVD collect, like case. Um, but Dude, th- that's like shots fired. In this sorry, because I definitely have. Sometimes it's cool. That but is a seller. Most of the time it's an afterthought. That's my problem is like, well, I don't believe them I, when they tell me there's bonus art. Admittedly, I would say the big two uh, struggle with that more so than independent books who are just like, no, let's put it like you're buying this because you love this property. Oh yeah. Not because you love Batman. No, but one bad day, <laughs> the, the, the bonus art, I can tell you it's slim pickings and it's not worth it. Uh, What you should do is just go back to the back issues and grab the one bad day prestige bound original publishings because they're going to be cheaper. They're all done in one anyway. Like I have the Riddler one bad day graphic novel, right? The hardcover graphic novel. There is no difference between the one I bought when it came out and the hardcover, except that one is a hardcover. Well, and again, I would say, though, that what you need to do is, like, you know, ask yourself what you're looking to get out of it. Like, are you looking to display these copies? Like, if you like that spine on the hardbound. Or if you're just looking to buy them. Yeah, it depends. Like, if you want, if you're doing it for an aesthetic choice, yeah, go for it. If If you're doing it for, like, you just think that. You're going to get more out of it. I, yeah, I agree with Sam. Maybe check out the, the, the softbound Joe Fayant, uh, for months. I've been saying Marco on a new ultimate Spider-Man would be great. I'm so excited. Ultimate is my favorite run of all time. Yeah. It's one of my favorites as well. I think Chichetto does a great job with Spider-Man. So I can't wait. If you want to see a preview, go check out Marvel 1000. I think the Chichetto and Hickman Spider-Man 1000. It was one of them. Uh, there's like some some just Google Hickman and Chichetto Spider-Man and you'll find it. But like there's like a one or two page story mm-hmm. where they already teamed up. Uh, Sean D. Wait, if you put cap speech in a Spider-Man book, shouldn't more people know it? Also high in sound. Tiffany. Okay. Yeah. According to Marvel, if you that, that's what you do, if your character, if you need a character death to get more exposure, put it in a Spider-Man book. Obviously, that's how you do it. Um, we are talking over 20 years ago, though. Uh, Dan Wesley, thanks for the super sticker. Sorry, I couldn't see it, but Tiffany will pull it up later. Uh, and Hogshead, any Judge Dread recommendations for 2012 movie fans? There is actually a 2012 movie sequel, I think, or prequel what? comic book that's oh. a, that exists. Um, there is no sequel, but uh, there is a prequel, I think, comic book you can read. Um, as far as Judge Dread is concerned, I'm not a huge Judge Dread fan. I don't have, like, favorite runs. I om- I'm only... You know, he's a blind spot for me. I'm only like passively aware, but I would say anything with Judge Death and it sounds dope to me. <laughs> oh, you're welcome, Dan. Thank you very much for your adorable uh, Sheba gif. He's great. And last Starfighter. Hey, Comic Pop, I had my storage unit got broken into and they stole <gasps> all my comics. Ugh. It's been so rough lately, but thank you for all you do. Comic Pop always makes my life a whole lot better. Well, Who thank the hell you. Does that? I've heard of that before. I may have seen your post on Reddit. Uh, what a shit like, i know who does right? that there's a lot of people who like break into storage units now it's like really it's actually a problem because a lot of you know boomers are retiring slash dying millennials are inheriting all their crap they don't want to throw it away but they also don't want to keep it so they're putting it in storage unit a lot more storage units than ever before being i'm just recorded. saying like that's like i don't know that's like breaking into someone's storage unit and like taking their photos 
Right. Being like, ha ha ha, I took all of your memories. Yeah, that sucks. Um, what you should do, by the way, if you haven't already, contact all the local comic book stores in the area. Give them a list of what you have. Tell them like any distinguishing marks that or that might, might be available. They will call it in because they all have storage units. They all have comic books in them. They all don't want to have it happen to them. And they want to catch these people. So tell every comic book store within like a 10, 15 mile radius about where you uh, what you had and what got stolen so that they can report it uh if anybody shows up that like never goes to their comic book store and goes i got this uh, i don't know how much it's worth but give me whatever you can get for it they will report it um the other thing is contact your uh sec- the, the security camera like go to your storage unit people and contact like and just go like hey what did they ha- what did you have on security That's uh give that to the cops as well and Christopher Seven, as someone who lives in Chile and dreams to go to a Comic-Con, how early uh, how early should slash can I buy tickets for the major events, San Diego and New York, or is there other events you'd recommend? Um, you can buy those as early as like the day after the events are over for San Diego, certainly. Well, um, not the actual con tickets. No, but you can get, you should definitely get a hotel now for San Diego. Um, but also uh, just 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 uh, sign up for their email alerts or go yeah. to the website periodically. Um, but definitely buy them like six months before the show uh, starts. Um, as far as uh, other shows, I mean, those two are pretty great shows. I'd recommend if you're going to do one over the other, San Diego. Go to San Diego. You'll have a great time. Be in town. St- you can stay a mile away and still have an amazing time and have an easy ride between your hotel and the con. Mm-hmm. You'll have an amazing time between that place and have a great uh meal experience and if you even if you didn't have tickets you could still enjoy like the the atmosphere of the con without even going to the con but if you're going from like all the way from from, from chile? chile like definitely yeah you san diego you'll enjoy it but you also like but, the, but like get tickets like the, get tickets show yeah get tickets for the show but i'm just saying uh but yeah uh, i read titans 3 i also had to catch up on this one so i read titans 2 um it was fine you know, they deal with like brother blood again. And the implication was that like brother blood has been, his religion has been co-opted and it's Scientology joke. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, there was the, the first issue is Wally West is assassinated. And then he goes back in time right before he dies to solve his own murder and basically rejoins the Titans. Oh, so they have like Wally's dead body in another room. So for two issues, they've been pretending <laughs> not, about that. they've been just not dealing with it. Uh, and they were like, and let's introduce Aqualad again. Uh, so Aqualad's drank the Kool-Aid as far as this new religion's concerned. Uh, the Titans get involved. Shenanigans ensue. If you like the Titans, you'll enjoy it. If you don't, you're never going to read this book. Don't bother. If you don't care, uh, the art by Nicholas Scott, it's good. I think Scott does a nice job with the art for the story. Um, but it's not engaging enough for me to care at all about the Titans. Uh, but it, and it certainly doesn't feel like the, 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 uh, the replacement of the Justice League book. Incidentally, there is a moment either in the last issue or this issue where the Justice League stops the Baron or uh, Brother Blood's like cult before the Titans do, mm-hmm. and the Titans feel raw about it. It's 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 a way of illustrating the difference between the two teams. Who cares? It's just it, it, when every book is six dollars, I can't be bothered. Fair, okay. Um, all right, all right. I know, right? I read Superman number six. Uh, this is, of course, Josh Williamson with art this time by Gleb Melenkov, and the art is great, despite the fact that we uh, have been singing the, the, the praises of Jamal Campbell, who continues to do the covers. Uh, this is a, still a fantastic looking book. Mm-hmm. Uh, iconic Superman depicted by Melenkov. I really enjoy uh, 
this book overall if you are a superman fan or if you are looking to become one you should definitely be reading this series because it's it, it is a distillation of everything that you should like about superman is melancholy gonna take over for this arc you think? I, I assume and then like campbell may take over again i know or? nothing about okay. the, the 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 logistics okay, okay all i can tell you is melancholy does this one and i okay. think he also did the uh, night terrors tie-in as well so okay. uh but i think that uh, worthy successor slash uh, equal to to campbell uh, very different kind of styles, completely different styles, but uh, both perfectly suited for Superman. Um, this is a really fun series. Uh, it also introduces a new what they call doomsday level threat, I guess, because enough 40 year olds are working at DC. So everyone's a doomsday level threat now. Got to use those uh, those those cultural touchstones. But uh, the chain showed up. Uh, Williamson the is very chained. The chained. Yes. Uh, new new villain uh, fought Lex Luthor back when Lex Luthor had uh, designs on being a superhero for for Metropolis. Okay. Um, Superman unwittingly frees him from his bondage uh, and uh, and and the chained reveals that he is like super powerful and is going to mess up Superman's day. Um, I don't care for the chained uh, in terms of design. I think he's over designed. I think he's very like anime is he inspired. The over designer. No, he's not. No, the over designer looks like like a like like a sleeve tattoo that you screwed up um the chain is just like okay it's a guy with long hair with chains okay you know it, it's like that invincible scene when he teams up with spider-man where he's like okay so let me guess uh is spider-man's any indicator uh it's uh it's flag man knife man <laughs> you know what i mean yeah 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 and uh yeah it's fine like but I, I but the tone and the characters are so pure and well depicted that even something that is like as suspiciously lame as the chained okay. could end up being cool. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Still getting over that cold. You got this. But uh, Superman six, I enjoy it and I recommend it. Excellent. Let me check it out. Uh, what else you got, Tiffany? I read the rest that I have is all the things you read. Oh, okay, great. So, like, well, not all of them. There's like three. The last three are three that you read. So, pick one that you want to. Well, do. Let's do Uncanny Spider-Man. Let's do Uncanny Spider-Man. Size Spurrier, Lee Garbett. Yeah. Best looking Spider-Man suit this side of uh, the decade. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what'd you think? Hmm. <laughs> Sorry. It's good. It's good. I um. I think it wasn't what you were looking for, but it I wasn't was like, this, like a, I, this fits I, the bill for me. Yeah. It is. It is an X Men book. It is an X Men, uh, but book. I wasn't expecting it not to be. It was just mm -hmm. kind of like, oh, okay. Like, I, I I like it a lot. I like mm -hmm. the voice for Kurt. I like Kurt's mission. Mm -hmm. You know, Kurt's just like, I want to do good. I don't really want to be involved in Fall of X. Yep. And I feel like I'm gonna do a, a good. I, I feel like I'd be I'd be better at this. He calls up Spider Man. Spider Man gives him one of these suits, and I'm like, yeah. where have you been hiding this suit? Because it's awesome looking. Yeah, this old suit. Yeah, uh, old from when? You liar. <laughs> Maybe it was like old. Like he's like, nah, this is a cool one. You right. know what? We'll say it's from big time. I made a lot of suits. Who cares? Uh, but I love it. I think it's I think it's a great suit. I love Kurt as Night uh, as Spider Man. Yeah. As a fan from the eighties, I wanted to see Spider Man and Nightcrawler team up so much. This is a perfect marriage. Those yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I think for me this this really works because. I've been following Kurt's journey for exactly a while now. This is a good continuation. Like, of and that. I'm like, you know what? Like Kurt needs this. Yeah. Kurt's been through a lot and, you know, went from like high, high hope on like in terms of Krakoa yeah. to being like, no, I'm not even involved. All of you are liars and jerks. Yep. And I have to, I have to leave. Oh, and now I think everyone's dead. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. I'm like, no, Kurt, Kurt's just like, I just want to be someone else. I just want to be a hero. And I, and I think he's really like a part of it. I'm sure is him saying like, yep, I have to hide who I am so that Sentinels don't come for me. Cause it's hard to be Kurt yep. and not be like, Oh, you're a mutant. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think it's also like, he just wants that anonymity just yes. in general. Yeah. He just wants to like be effective and not have to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I love. Um, um and, and so like, I think that's that size, like, going to be getting a little bit more into like Kurt and in, in, in terms of um, yeah, just like just what he's gone through as of late and wh- what his responsibilities might actually totally. be. Um, but I really liked him yeah. like, talking with Peter. Oh yeah. That was little, nice for a minute. Yeah. I like that a lot too. Uh, there's two things I love about it. Inclusions. I should say mm-hmm. uh, Adrian Toomes working for Orcus is a great idea. Right. And a brilliant execution. I love it. What did you think of the the costume? It looks like oh, it looks great. It, it looks like it's got some phalanx tech. Yeah, yeah, like it's ten lives, ten deaths, like Wolverine phalanx tech. Yeah, I love that. Okay, uh, fantastic marriage of those two th- two ideas. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the silver sable reveal at the end of that is also sure. great. Uh, there's a part towards the end where it gets very like it gets very Orcus heavy, and I think that's because. Mm-hmm. Virtually no X book is interested in covering this new status quo from the Marvel Universe. Uh, you can see that it is not present in literally every book except for X Men books, sure. uh, and that's frustrating because it would be an interesting status quo. It'd be an interesting time period. Uh, you hear about how Tom Brevoort's going to take over the X Men titles and how they're going to feel more integrated than ever before, and they would if a stronger editor in chief would have implemented it already. Um, the Marvel Universe has arguably never felt more cohesive that it did in like the mid nineties mm-hmm. and the, uh, and the Bendis era. Right. And it's like, that's a shame because this, this whole, like, you know, empire state university and every organization is infiltrated in some way is corrupted by Orcus. And we're going to see that fall eventually. But like, what if Orcus bought the daily bugle? Right. You know, well, but I want to see it in the Captain America book. I want to see it in like the Spider-Man books. I want yes. to see it in Daredevil. Yes. I, I, I'm only seeing it next men. And that's just, that's a failure of the editorial. No, I, I get that entirely. Um, what did you think of that? Like, cause obviously, you know, it's an X book. So you're going to have like a, a, a info page or not yep. even an info page, but just a, a page. That's not yeah. a comic for mm-hmm. a second. What'd you think of that? I love that whole thing. Yeah, I loved it too. No, I thought it was really I, smart. I I really love them talking about how many X or how many spider characters there were. Yep. Um, and that like I, I appreciate that too because it it makes we the reader know that a lot of the Marvel universe is aware of that. Yeah. And so it's like sure there could just be a random one. Yeah. And like it, you know what people may not put together that it's Nightcrawler. No, at all. I mean, like I expect them to immediately. I, I I don't want them to. That's the thing is that they're already on the case. Yeah. And I'm like. Let's live in this. Mm-hmm. Let's let's enjoy it for some time. Like yeah, yeah. I want Uncanny Spider-Man to be another Spider-Man book, but yeah. not like Miles or Peter. Like mm-hmm. I want it to be the Mutant Spider-Man book. Yeah. And it it's, it could be. Mm-hmm. You know, keep going. Right. You know, but live in it. Mm-hmm. Don't be so worried about like, you know, don't cut to the chase already. Right. We're only right. on the first issue. I for do God's feel sake. like we're going. We're gonna go full X Men with the way. And I well, I think we're going magic. That'd be fine well. with me. Like I think that's well, his gonna, sword and everything. Well, yeah, no, no, I meant like because of his his relationship with 
with you know, yeah mom no, no, like you know what i mean like his surrogate whatever you know what i mean like nah. there's there's magic I, I i feel like that might be where we're going with this what we'll see um but i liked it i really liked like size voice for everybody yeah yeah you so know, i get it like i P- like peter wasn't sure at first i was like do i like this yeah i, I and mean then like he had me yeah he, he like he definitely had me when he was like you don't have to prove yourself to me right and i was like cool okay peter <laughs> cool. gets it yeah peter would peter would get it yeah um Peter stumbles, and I appreciate that Cy puts that in there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, recommended. I like it. Yeah. Um, Bryce Harry, it says, uh, hi, you've been my gateway to so much. Hi, Bryce. Thank you very much. I love fantasy with hard magic systems, but I find it hard to find in comics. Recommendations from Tiffany. Um, like, well, there's a new that, book from IDW that you're enjoying. That's yeah, but no, Wilson. but that's like, that's not a not hard, hard magic fantasy. system. So I was going to say a hard magic system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little harder. I completely understand that. Not quite the same thing, but might might like satisfy that itch. Um, if you haven't checked out Die, I would check that out. Yeah. Um, it, it's it might give you that same sort of satisfaction um, of a hard magic system with the with the rules of the world that is crafted within Die. You know, right. it's a it's a fantasy Jumanji dark though. Um, and has a lot of literary references to it. Uh, so if you haven't checked that out, I, I would I would go that route. Fair. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Gerg, sorry, uh, off topic, but did you hear about the Unity controversy? I, I'm glad indie developers are moving on to UE because the only thing holding them back was the price. No, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. I think I do know what this is, but I don't want to say it because I'm not, because I'm not 100%, so mm-hmm. I don't want to report on anything. So I believe I did um and if so it's that's just nuts like if i think it is what it is and i can't remember if i'm thinking of the right thing it's sad that i think they were going to try to charge money to people who developed games on their system oh i think i think they wanted to make more i thought i could be wrong mm. i could be wrong i could be thinking of something else entirely i haven't Anyway. all right <laughs> i'll look it up while we're while yeah we're, while you're uh, christopher things. seven uh thank you very much for my uh by the way thank you for your support uh thanks for the previous answers do we think the whole titans repul uh rep- repailing the uh jail will pay out eventually eventually so far it's a very self-contained story they don't really deal with the outside world much so kind of disappointing i wanted to see nightwing leading the league Nightwing's not gonna lead the league He's going to lead the Titans as far as as long as Tom King's work or Tom Taylor's working there. Um, We will see them butt heads probably in world's finest and in Titans. But I assume that when the Justice League returns, which of course they will, because DC released that like teaser for the dawn of DC. And in it, they announced the Justice League book, which they didn't mean to. And they erased it afterwards. But uh, when it comes back, I don't think they're going to you're going to see Justice League versus the Titans. If they do, I think that's a terrible idea and they are betraying their bankruptcy of ideas. But um, I don't expect that to happen. So, okay. So I found an article okay. and I was thinking of the right thing. I just didn't explain it even remotely correctly, but mm-hmm. I was pretty close. I was pretty close, right? But like mm-hmm. it basically, they, they were going to institute like this this whole fee system and it was really going to screw over indie developers Shocking. more than anyone else, right? Because Great hey, idea. You got to hurt the working man. That's where you got to get them, right? Yes, mm-hmm. we got to hurt them, right? It's actually and, a great quote I just read or I heard recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where it's like, um, that doesn't matter. You keep right. So, uh, but it, like inevitably, like the the rest of the news is that like they're they're backing down. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh good. Yeah. Yeah. But that, like, but now like you that, know. Yeah, that and they I'm, would. I'm not gonna go deep into this article, but like they're actually doing it. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's it. Yeah, they always will. They will they will take from you until the public opinion makes them do it, but quieter. Right, 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 right. I mean, this is kind of a little bit like, you know, we, a couple of companies have tried this. They test the water or something and they back off. Yep. We might see it again later on. Um, I, think, I think they're altering what they're doing a bit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Good. But essentially, like it was it was targeted in all the wrong places. Right. Um. So. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, good news about that, the WGA is uh, tentatively penning a deal with uh, studios as we speak. And so uh, the strike, fingers crossed, should be over soon uh, or is over, in fact. Uh, so great news. Um, hopefully we'll talk. If you want, if you care about that, I'm going to do a podcast about it in the next couple of uh, days to weeks. That's excellent. Uh, talking to an expert about it. And we'll talk more about that. But uh, overall, just saying, yay, uh, we it. can get back to making content. Of also, course, the actors haven't gotten their deal yet, but I'm sure they will. Yeah. Also, I just want to throw it out there. Uh, I, I, I forgot Wolverine came out this week and I didn't read it. Oh, Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> like a hundred percent. I just completely forgot about it. I'm like, there were oh. a lot of books this week. I totally, I don't Whoops. blame you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I read Amazing Spider-Man and against my better judgment from Zeb Wells and Patrick Leeson. I think it has everything to do with the fact that like Patrick Leeson is just like he jumps ship to Marvel at the worst possible time. He's so great, and he's done some of the best covers of his career. Right, this is a John Romita Jr. cover, by the way. But uh, you know, he's doing great work and he's doing it on the worst era for Spider-Man in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. which is so funny to say, because like, I don't think there's been a good era for Spider-Man in like a, in 20 years. Uh, but yeah, this issue was fine. It's very meta. Uh, you know, Spider-Man of course was uh, mystically stabbed with the sins of Norman Osborn yep, so that now- were magically blasted out of Norman Osborn with a magical shotgun. Which now Spider-Man. makes him a goblin because which makes Spider-Man a goblin. It's the sins the that sins. make you the goblin, not. But they a don't formula. make. But they don't make Ashley Kafka a goblin because she's still a goblin. So the sins that should have gone into her, or the sins that came out of her, and went into him, didn't un ungoblin. So like, I really can't be mad at that though because like I have like med away lots of magical things. So like we are dealing with a thing that is <laughs> magically based. So I really. Hand. Right, but it's a Spider-Man book. But like, hey, listen, he does lots of stuff that's related to magic. He sure sometimes. does. He sure does. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it, but it's a funny meta book. Um, you know, Peter is uh, is insane now. He's goblined. He's right. he is Norman Osborn crazy. You so he's got goblin. He's got goblin. So Sorry. he is he is petty and angry and bitter and think and and is looking to amuse himself. So he's like, well. The first thing I did was he tried TikTok. Yeah, right. He'd do very well there. But uh, <laughs> he buried the Craven clone alive and left him a gun. The gun that Craven killed himself with and was like, here you go. Good luck, dipshit. Of course, this Craven doesn't even remember doing that because the clone slash son of Craven. So he didn't even get his revenge. But whatever, who cares? Ad- admittedly, it's about making me feel better. It's not admittedly, about... I do like that concept. It's right? just not executed well. No, it's terrible. But uh, that happened. And then it, now he's like, all right. In the meantime, Norman has gone to Paul and Mary Jane's apartment. And he's like, you guys need to leave. So they leave. And then Peter goes to Norman. And he's like, I am going to kill Paul. Because he cucked me. 
I'm going to throw him off the Brooklyn Bridge and see if Mary Jane's stupid new powers can save him. And when they don't, I'm going to laugh my ass off. That's not really. No. And I'm like, so you just went to the Internet and just pulled ideas from what people have been criticizing this run for and just making Spider-Man say those. Wait. Um, OK. Well, all right. Yeah. But like um, what? Um, that really that doesn't really track. With Norman like, Osborn? Well, no. Sure it's it does, like, no. because Norman Osborn had sex with Gwen Stacy. No. No. I mean, like, okay, so... Peter, like, goes out of his way to try to do something very, like, like on-brand with Craven. Like, here's the... Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cool, whatever. And then he just mixes metaphors when it comes to... Well, when I just want to, like... Well, because me getting even with a dude who took my girlfriend away from me is kind of new experience for me. So I'm just going to I'm just going to roll with it. OK, it's really it's funny because like we hadn't had Paul or Mary Jane for a while, like for an arc or half an arc. Yeah. And so it was kind of like we were just kind of enjoying not not dealing with that. But we got to we got to do it right now. Like, let's do it again. Let's remind you in a way that also like makes you angry again. Just like, man, the art's great. It's really good stuff. Patrick Leeson is doing this really like awesome like depiction of Spider-Man. He's obviously wearing the black suit because that's what he does when he's like bad or angry. There's like I feel like there's like a way to 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 do this like I, I don't think you should have done this, but there's a way to do this goblin thing where it's just like you know, obviously like Peter has like deep-seated need for responsibility and and what have like there could have been at least a warring yes part of him like just something it's like it's like almost like the, like the black suit yeah. showing up where yeah. it's just like he, he like sometimes he's fine and then right. I, like he's like what he, what have I done I have an idea that just immediately blows this off like where it's like he goes to Dylan and beats the living hell out of him and just forces the suit back onto himself and that's where the black costume comes from because Dylan's venom kind of. Oh. So he beats Eddie's kid and then just takes his suit and he's like, "All right, you're we're merged again." I don't know if the suit would just let. That I think the happen. suit would be like, "Ah, what's happening?" Like it'd be kind of cool and weird and creepy, and I don't like it. But like, if you're already trying well, to be like, might as well get the Carnage suit, right, dude? There you go. But then he, and then you can bring back Spider Carnage because like everybody likes that character for some reason. It's terrible. Uh, moving on. <laughs> cool. Um, but you know what isn't terrible. Wait, oh, which one do you want to do? Predator versus Wolverine. Okay, see, I did read a Wolverine book, and that's probably why I didn't read the other Wolverine book, because I was like, I knew I had a checklist in my head. It was yeah. like, Wolverine. So, a couple things. <laughs> uh, for one thing, I uh, th- this is like about time. And if you're going to do one first, makes sense to me. This is, I'm, this is I'm, the one. All good ideas. Um, Predator versus Wolverine, great idea. When you get the pres- Predator license, yeah. making it with well, your awful 20th century comics uh, imprint, fine. Because then you could do anything you want, right? Yeah. Presumably. Because you're trying to get away from the Marvel brand so you can, like, I don't know, presumably do harder edge stuff, right? That's sure. that's my expectations, my assumption. Right. Nothing. I, I assume it's not that. I assume there's something illegal where <laughs> they have to, they're like, you own us, but you still got to put this on there. That sucks. Whatever. That sucks on toast. <laughs> um, and and then being like, and we're going to get Marco Cicchetto. It's like, oh, what a great idea. Yeah, All on yeah, paper. Yeah. This is a brilliant idea. Right. Here's where they fuck up. Oh, it, okay. Almost in every respect. For one thing, I don't like this cover. It's not the best. It's a page. 
It is definitely. It's not a cover. No, it's not. A, well, I mean, like for me, listen, it's not the debut cover. Listen, it, that that you take the words off, I still know what I'm reading. True, true, but it it doesn't. This is. It doesn't do it for me. This is very like I I've heard like theories um that it's like you know like graphic design where it's like you show a picture of an apple right you use the word apple but don't do but don't both, do both. But yeah like, sometimes you do but like, i'm like this is the example where it's like with it, predator it with predator versus wolverine you could do both it's so it is gratuitous it is a cash grab it is supposed to be inherently creatively bankrupt yeah i'm here for a predator crossover okay it better do all the things that i know they're gonna do already just like a predator show is like every pitch you've ever seen online for a predator movie or show is predator fighting a samurai. Uh-huh. It's the first idea. It's a shark lawyer. It's the most obvious bone dry concept you can think of. And I'll watch it twice. Okay. Pay you to make it. Sure. Predator versus Wolverine putting predator and Wolverine fighting each other on the cover. No problem. That being said, it's a, it, it, when you say you got Marco Chitano to do a cover for this, I'd expect better. That's that's number one. And of course, number two, the 20th Century Studios logo. Terrible. Like, first of all, I don't like it. Secondly, I hate the little like the little nonsense they got on the top there. The little little garbage at the top. They do that with all the with all the 20th century comics they've made, Alien and Predator. They put this little little graphic crap on there. Get get that crap out of here. It's terrible. Um and then I saw Greg Land's name on it. And I was like, oh, you're not you don't even care. Like you didn't care to such a degree that you put your worst artist. They don't think that. I don't think that they think that. I know that that that, that demonstrates for me a a staggering lack of awareness. Mm. Like even optically speaking, it would be like if you hired a like artist or writer who is not like welcome in the industry anymore to do it. You know, just it shows a fundamental lack of understanding mm-hmm. and awareness of your brand yeah where they're like let's get greg land notorious tracer and like just all around hack to do the interiors for this book now he doesn't do all the interiors forgivably oh, okay. but like just when you say it it should have been shot down in the meeting yeah oh we're gonna get greg land to do it no no we're not we're just not gonna do that let me stop you right there like we're Marvel comics. I'm sorry. We're 20th century studios. Well, the problem is that like, if he gets the work done, that's what matters at the end of the day. That's it, exactly what way, it is. It turns out that is a big thing. Like, you, it is the most important thing. It is. And it isn't. It depends if you're big enough. Right. They'll you, wait forever. Yeah. They'll ruin their bottom line. I'm talking about DC and doomsday clock to get that book out sure, like sure. they'll be like oh uh, yeah it's it's it it will literally pave the way for our new initiative but you can be two years late right right well i was thinking like by the frank, way frank miller too. yeah like D- they will wait but other said those books look great but- and no one cares the thing is i i I'm, i don't want to interrupt you but yes, i you i are. must say <laughs> no one remembers anything being delayed ever sure no but that's what i'm saying like but if you're big enough they won't care but right. if you're not and it's like a small percentage that they'll wait for. But if you're not, yeah. it's just, did you do the work? Cool. Is it in? Do I have to worry about it? That's really what it is. Just, is it good did enough? You, I, I, I hate that so many jobs, in particular, the one we're talking about now, which is creative arts, are motivated by 
how much of my job do I have to do? And this extends to the artist, but also to the editorial team. That's like, how do I have to be an editor? Do I have to wrangle my artist? Do I have to make sure that everything gets in on time? Do I have to trust them? I think it's just, there's too much to do. It's just, there's just too much to do. It's too many books, but predators Wolverine. We got Greg land on art. Yeah. Bite me hard. Well, it's not, but it's not just Greg land. Like here, the right. reason why they are, don't are believe in two it, artists? They, Ken Lashley also does the art. Okay, so why don't you lead with that one and said it feels better. Ken Lashley mm-hmm. is doing some great work. Okay. Looks good. And I enjoy it. Uh, wouldn't be my first choice, but I do like Lashley's art. And I think that Lashley's like, oh my God, I'm doing more. It's going to look dope. And it does. It works exactly what I want. And it sets the tone. And that's what betrays the Greg Land of it all. Greg Land is there to get the book out on time. Bite me. But, but who did the cover? But whose name is first? But who opens the book? Not Greg Land. That's good. Yeah. But like that should, you know what I mean? That's like saying, oh, come to Thanksgiving. We're going to have stuffing. We're going to have cranberry sauce. We're going to have live music. We're going to have baked potatoes. And, and what are you having for, what's, what's the main course? Oh, tofu. But anyway, we're going to have all these other things. Did you say live music? Yeah, why not? Just zhuzh it up. It's a hell of a Thanksgiving. But the turkey will be not, but the turkey won't be there. It's okay. going to be tofu. That leaves more room for the other stuff. No, but this, no, because this is primarily Greg Land doing the art. <laughs> um, I wanted to address the Greg Land of it all because oh. it is, because it's, because it is a middle finger. It's a slap in the face. It's a, it's a, it's a kick in the nuts. It is, it is deliberate. At this point, if you put Greg Land it's on a book. It's deliberate for you. If I you think, put I Greg Land on a book, feel... you are saying F you. I think for you, but yeah. I think there's some people out there who just don't care. They're just happy to have it. I'm outraged by that implication. I'm just saying. So uh, <laughs> Ken Lasher does an amazing job. I love yeah, the work okay. uh, being done. And there is uh, and and the story written by Benjamin Percy of all people. It's like, yeah, Ben Percy doing a friggin' again. It's like, yes. He's like the steward of, 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 of the current right iteration like, of Wolverine. Well, if you're doing something with Wolverine, you better check with Ben Percy first. <laughs> that, and, and by the way, I wouldn't. I don't care, but I do uh, I do like it. I think Ben Percy does a nice you, job. You know what he could have done instead? What's that? Uh, since he's also like right now running this character too. It didn't have to be Wolverine versus Predator. It could have been Ghost Rider versus Predator. Well, that's the thing. is, And, and this is why I want you to buy the book anyway. Is because I want more of this. I want Predator versus, and I don't want Predator versus the Marvel Universe. I don't want Predator versus the Avengers, where Hawkeye's the secret protagonist. If you want to do Predator versus Hawkeye, make a Predator versus Hawkeye. Put Greg Land on it. But like, make Predator versus Punisher. Is there a third? There is a third artist that's Team X. Andre Devito also does work on this. But um, but that's like. It's like it's one third of the yeah, art team, but the Land. bulk of the book is Greg Land. <laughs> but Predator versus Punisher, Predator versus Blade, Predator versus Ghost Rider, Predator versus Spider Man. Like you could do any of these. You could do Ooh, one Predator versus Blade. Predator versus Blade would be freaking dope. Are you kidding me? Predator being inundated, Predator landing, and like a like he shows up in this like den of uh you know like it's just the opening of play play the movie yeah where it's like a club yeah. and he's chasing this one guy like. Well, I love hun- that because like and Blade's then, like there's a new vampire on the scene, and it's like this is not a vampire, honey. I mean, you could do you open it with like the pre- the vampires get him, like the, the vampires eat the predator. No, and then the other, and then the next predator shows up, who's like, what's going on here? No, no, I don't want to. No vampire. No, I don't want a vampire predator. Vampire no, predators, they eat him. No, no, they wouldn't. Or 
we indicate that they try and like maybe the maybe the predator's blood is toxic to vampires i'm look i'm just i'm just spitballing here but uh the story is cool the story is fun the story works it's exactly what you want it's exactly what you want you open it with it's 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 like wolverine now fighting the predator now Mm -hmm. and he's like i've been fighting this thing for decades which is cool and then you go back yeah and you find he's been fighting him since like 1900 and it's like yes that's exactly what you do it's exactly what you do no notes nailed it and the story that is depicted unfortunately through greg land's art is fine doesn't blow the doors off it isn't the first issue of batman predator which just completely nails it it is it is a perfect distillation of both franchises in one comic book Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. unbelievable how perfect that book is this is fun and a welcome surprise in terms of its like execution in terms of the the simplicity Mm -hmm. i'm amazed that like orcus isn't in it you know what i mean like this is is ben percy just writing a story anytime thank you he should have done it with the effing ghost rider crossover well yeah but like but like look at this info page and that shows me that someone gives a shit exactly what i want to see i opened this book for the first time and i was like yes yes just graphically speaking i'm like yes it's gorgeous it's got amazing color gives you all the info feels widescreen feels feels impressive feels like a big deal for me this is exactly what i want from a predator versus wolverine book it's like yes and it's just lettering then you're just like oh and you just you just have to pretend like you're not looking at it i'll be honest i this art did not offend me it's not bad this did not it, offend me well, at all there aren't a lot of women in it which helps well that doesn't help but i'm just saying like this didn't offend me this no. is like whatever my issue is really uh overall the wolverine looks like not wolverine like he looks like a little boy but like my issue is the predator he's supposed to be young right? Land, yeah lance predator <laughs> Lance Predator, he's really thin and it's it's just he's weird looking. It's just it's inconsistent and it's just like whatever. It's just not great. The predator looks like the predator though. He 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 looks technically on model, that's correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yet, I've seen better predators. A lot, you know? Uh Dark Horse used to uh regularly publish them. Right, right, right. Where people were working their asses off to draw a predator you'd never seen before. You know, I gotta tell you this this back in time, like marvel predator book here yeah. really ruins my pitch mm, which one? Oh, your I, ghost rider one no no i was like how come they didn't do predator versus cap and like cap's talking oh. about when he was in like during world war ii still do he's that. like he's like one night yeah you can still do he's that like, i've never seen anything like this yeah I, I i assumed it was hydra right i'm so on board for that and he's like and 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 i i like i defeated it yeah no predator versus i mean especially because with the 20th century logo it the implication could be that they're out of continuity. Like it is in continuity, but they could not be like, you could have the like howling commandos be slaughtered by the predator and catch the last one. Yeah. Like that would work. Right. Predators hate the cold. Oh, well, yeah, but that's, that's what makes this one so hardcore. Yeah. But like, why did the predator come here to find that other one? Right. That's right. The other predators got killed. 
But I don't know why that predator came here. Unless, maybe it was <laughs> I think it's warmer. because they keep dying. It's probably warmer. And he was just like, okay, I got to find this one. Cool. Yeah, no, I, that, that's the reason, yeah. I would say. So there. It's, it's cool. It, look, I know I'm not even preaching to the choir because like, there are fewer Predator fans now than there ever were. And the predator- people just saw Prey. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, but like, yeah, that's true. Prey's great. And going to be on on Blu-ray soon. Buy it, please. Save physical media and also make them make another one. Yeah. No, no, by the way, I don't even want Prey 2. Just want another Predator movie. Yeah. No, I, and then by the way, I, you know, I enjoyed Predator vs. Wolverine. You know? Yeah, it's, it's good. He's a perfect character to for an entry into this because it's like also you're getting people, people just want to watch, like, you know, yeah. or, 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 or want to read um, Wolverine. Yeah. So why not? Right? No, I think it's great. I enjoyed it very much. It's just, but I wanted to get that 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 stuff out because i'm like it's not it you can't it's not everything you wanted it to be it, but you can't piss you my face it. and call it rain like you can't tell me like i'm giving you what you want you idiot you know oh, it, it's yeah. like it's like selling me a car at a reasonable price with four flat tires you're doing it on purpose listen in this market if they give me a good deal i'll take that right yeah <laughs> and that's how shitty things are that's how bad it is we shouldn't be like i'll take it because i have to because it's so bad comparatively well, sometimes you... it's like it's not like the reason we remember things is so we can learn from them <laughs> it's why we have long-term memory you can't be like oh it's never been like that or i can't believe you're being so unreasonable you know it's like watching the new season of futurama and it's just like you shouldn't have done that they're all old now it's weird anyway finally wonder woman number one from tom <laughs> king and daniel samper um we talked about this a little bit you know because the huge new book mm-hmm. in continuity ongoing series uh wendy's getting a reboot uh you know refresh mm-hmm. uh, hot new artist or hot late new artist is on the the book tom king odd choice but all thanks to supergirl right of course of course uh and uh yeah they were just like hey tom what do you got and if you want to know more i think tom talks about it on our podcast but uh yeah what'd you think of wonder woman it was good right it's good it it didn't blow my mind okay no see all right this was this was good i i literally read this just before we went on Mm -hmm. on the show so i'm still processing this book um no this was good uh and it lots of like yes um it the reason i say it's good was because partway through reading it i became enraged and wanted to stop reading it yes um and that's not because i was like this sucks because tom king's a hack no no. it's just because of things that were happening in the book and i was like i need to finish reading this because we have to do the show yeah but i want to stop reading this right Right. yeah absolutely um and so like to me i'm like that's great job 10 out of 10 good sign did what you wanted to do a hundred percent um it's it's a good book you know it has ties to things that are current you know as we've seen oftentimes uh in with artists in general it reflects the the state of the world or yes. uh of, of memories feelings emotions what have you um so great start you know it, it's obviously it's, it's tom king so you know we're either gonna deal with trauma or whatever but like we're getting it's it, you know a bit of a mystery uh you know a lot of like dc government stuff which fits for her history this is like a really it really does work out at the end yeah um but um the end reveal <laughs> felt it felt like very 
comic booky. Like everything leading up to it was less like trope comic book. And yeah. then right at the end, it was like, wham. Yeah. But I couldn't tell if that was like an editor's note. It's like, hey, well, I mean, give them a little more. <laughs> I yeah. Well, the the reveal of like the new villain. Yeah. This new Wonder Woman villain is also like. I think 15 years ago, King would never have thought to do this. Right. I think it's just, it's funny. It's funny. You look at it, you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, right, right. There's a king of America and his name's the sovereign. And he has a lasso of lies on a throne of bullshit. You know, it's like, okay. <laughs> I, I understand. Right. Things are ridiculous right, right. now. And like, that is a little bit like, a, like I don't, we'll see where this character goes, but like that level of like, what? Like, <laughs> like, what? The scenery a little bit is like very evocative of, like like original older comic book yeah which of course he's very inspired and and i feel like that's a nice little nod to her longevity for the the history of the character so i was like well we'll see where this goes i think there's a lot of good stuff in there um especially just in terms of honoring wonder woman as a as a long-standing character within the dc pantheon Mm -hmm. um we're touching on a lot of things in this first issue some of it does rely on you just kind of knowing a little bit about her mm-hmm. um but they do give you a lot i think in this uh, we're setting a lot of world building up um and like i said a lot of it is going to reflect on the the state of our own world yeah uh, to some degree so just be prepared for that <laughs> yeah i mean and then the idea of like the the amazon like this is actually a little bit i like i prefer this to the trope of like oh no the amazonians are bad Mm-hmm. you know like oh no the amazonians are invading amazons are attacking right, right. i said listen if they're you're gonna do have the amazons do something apparently that's the thing yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> well they're a militant island of like warrior people it's a it's they're a, also like you know artists, artists and, and philosophers but uh yeah uh introduction it's not like amazons have an art gallery opening mm, no amazon's influence <laughs> but uh it, it's yeah the the uh there is one rogue amazonian who has caused enough of an uproar that they are now like public enemy number one mm-hmm. and they're being exported. They're being deported and, uh, and it's causing a, you know, it's ripping through the DC universe mm-hmm. and everyone who's participating can like, I think uh, Josh is doing it in the Superman. Um, nice. Uh, oh, Chip's doing it in Batman. Like you're going to see right, right. this implication. Like something like something's happening, something happening in the then, DC universe right now. And then something, and it's not an event. It's just, this is the status quo. It's yeah. almost like if, uh, there was a malevolent or, uh, organization that was worldwide and in space, and they were specifically targeting, let's say, I don't know, mutants, for example. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that that might, yeah. That that might be like there Something might be that it would show up in other books. Yeah, you might and see like, that. Some of them admittedly are, but they have to have a little flag on it. But they have so a flag on it, and they're all part of the same. <laughs> they they all meet at the same place. Yeah. Uh, that is to say the creative team. But yeah, um, you know, I I'm not in love with this book. Oh, okay. Well, but I like it. I, I very much like this book. Yeah, no, I I didn't connect with it the same way that I did with like Supergirl, Human Target, or Gotham City, or stuff like that. I was just okay. like, but I did love it. I, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. this is good. It's a good book, and the art's fantastic. I don't like King's voice because I know he's thinking about Gal Gadot, so he's okay. he's giving her her inflection, and I don't like her. Like, I think she's great, but I I'm like ready for not that accent anymore for wonder woman like that's her accent that's not wonder woman's accent you know what i mean so that that for me that's like no okay okay like i don't know that's not what wonder woman sounds like in any of the books that i like wonder woman to be in in terms of like justice league or superman books. you know what's funny is i couldn't help but think of it i didn't even make that connection i don't know because he said it in the show oh 
he told me in the show. Because I was thinking about it, like in terms of like his voice for her was a little like, um, like Starfire from Teen Titans, like the cartoon. Yeah. Like just. Yeah, that's fair. I do like Starfire. I, from I the don't Teen know Titan. why though. I, I do like that. That's uh, that's Starfire. That's, yeah. Okay. So. And that is the impl- that, like, her influence is definitely that. Like people don't think of Starfire any other way anymore. Right. But yeah, I uh, I dig it. Uh, I think it's good. I, and I've read the second issue, and I can tell you it. You know, I, I I caution people that this is a lot of world building. It's a lot of setup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Second, when we get really into the into the story, into like Ooh. into developing who Diana is, how she feels, what's going on. Okay. You know, we don't see the sovereign again. I don't think. But, um, but Sarge Steel, of course, is our main antagonist. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I dug it, and uh, I think Sam Pear did a great job. The art's great. Yeah, it's really it's it's excellent. All cylinders, really good stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Really nice uh, shot composition. I, I feel like, and I, I I could be wrong, but I feel like um, uh, Sergeant Steel. Yeah. Who I keep wanting to call Sergeant Slaughter. Naturally. Um, uh, <laughs> is like he was like I think I feel like King was like, I would have I could have done a book on him. I'm not going to because they're never gonna let me. <laughs> yes. No, I'm gonna do this. I will, I will, I will secret, quietly do a Sarge Steel book in here. Secret bad guy book. Here we go. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I dug it too. Uh, recommend it. Yeah. Uh, coming into the super chats really quick. Let's uh, do it. Laser, Lenny Laser Discs, Comic Pop Woo. Here's some coin. Have a nice well, week. You too, you Lenny. Thank you, you very much. You Have a great week. J.R. Gomez, uh, I love the new Birds of Prey. It's this and Spirit World. I'm convinced some is trying to keep Cassandra Kane's fan base alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great book. I love the first issue. Uh, Cat Lawyer, uh, making any character sin slash virtue a thing to be extracted, contained, and transferred would be fun in an indie comic. Anyways, I'm really excited for all the Godzilla content. Oh, that's getting. right. There is that backup um, in this book. I think it was in a bunch of the DC books for Godzilla. Yes, the uh, uh, Justice League. Yeah, that was just, it was not the tone, I like color palette wise or like. I didn't read it. Oh, I just checked it out really quickly. I was like, what is this? Is this actually how it's going to go? Is this result? I don't know. I don't know. I just saw the teaser back when we were at San Diego. I hope it's great. Me too. I want it to be good. Uh, Kieran Weisenberg, uh, sub comic Bob. Monday is best day. Cheers. Oh, cheers. That's nice. Yeah, I like thank you. that. I like that. But that I look forward to Mondays because of the show. Uh, Girk Pectus, I know Predator learning magic is ridiculous. But Mortal Kombat made it look surprisingly terrifying. I love to see it in Ghost, Ghost Rider versus Predator. Yeah, Predator on un- like unexpectedly getting possessed by a spirit, like like a Zarathos. I would like in that comic, in if they were to do Ghost Rider versus Predator, I would like Mephisto to show up and try to make a deal with the Predator. And the Predator just like cuts his head off. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. I, I don't understand you, you know. Just says one thing. Right. Whatever he's picked up. Yes. Whatever hilarious thing he picked up. And to say that, cut Mephisto's head off. Mephisto's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yes. The strong silent type then, no? <laughs> Ali Elziati, uh, hello. I hope you're both well. I'm going to New York Comic Con for the first time. Any tips for going to a con that big? Uh, hydrate. Uh, bring your own food. Uh, uh, and if you don't like, if you work at like as an off at an office job, um, in like the you know weeks are coming up to it, try to walk around more. Like try to set some time yeah. out every day to walk around because it's, it's going to be a lot of walking. Yep. And it's going to be a lot of walking that may not be at your natural pace, depending on that's true what day you go. And like taking shorter steps can really like make your body more tired. Yeah. Um, but just practice that. Make sure you, you get a good con bag, whether that be a backpack that you're happy with or what have you. Yep. And then um, you know, and break in some shoes beforehand. Don't yes. break in new shoes when you're there. And just make sure you've got like the the like 
like I said, like bring bring water, bring a refillable water bottle. There are stations all over the con to get more water. Yep. Um, bring snacks so that you're not like starving and therefore like end up spending more than you need to for food. Exactly. And um, you know, do like you know, do what you can to do like a like a cursory glance at the floor and then decide where you want to get. Yeah, what to your priorities first. are. Yeah, like. You know, if you know you want to get stuff signed, try to find out what the schedule is ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, don't overload your books to get a, get a few books like, you know, per, for your creators. Mm-hmm. Uh, get one of those fun little plastic boxes that you keep your comic books in from like I think BCW makes them. Um, but it's a little plastic box. You can keep like, I think, upwards of eight to ten single issues in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll also hold hard covers and soft covers. So you can mm-hmm. do that. Um, Glassman. Uh, I've just realized the Marvel and DC comics feel the closest to American mythology you can get. The uh, you may they may never never they may not be real, but we aspire to them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, I believe they are. I think that, that people look at that now with uh, really like with cynicism, but I do genuinely believe the comic books slash like Marvel and DC have created like a new like Greco-Roman pantheon of gods. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, let's recommend some comics that come out this week that we think you should check out. Uh, I didn't even know that Power Girl was getting a new book, but uh, Leah Williams and Eduardo Penisca are doing a new Power Girl book. I'm going to read nice. that and check that out at least once. Uh, Penguin number two, we're getting a, we're, this is a great book. I, I know I, you really like it. I hate it. it, how good it is. Uh, and uh, Ultimate Invasion number four, the end of the Ultimate Invasion, beginning of Ultimate Spider-Man. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I, read, I read one of these and that was it. It's not worth, Oops. it's not worth your time. And uh, yeah, um, what about you, Tiffany? What? I don't know yet because I didn't get a chance to look at the list. I know, time. I know. So let me take a, a, a quick peek here. Uh, Flash number one is coming out this week. This is going to be the first Flash years I've ever read. Yep. <laughs> it's written by Size Burrier with our bride Mike Deodato Jr. I'm going to at least try one or two issues of this. Let's see if I can jump into the world of the Flash. Mm. I very rarely, like, I again, I don't always you know say like hey go follow a writer like that's not me but this is i'm willing to try it like i, I may not buy all of them right but I, i'm gonna at least check out what size barrier's voice is like for the flash yes a decidedly not british character that's right um so i i that's that's where i'm, I'm going for here before you start recommending things to me folks this has nothing to do with the character this nope. is everything to do with because you like I like the I like Cy Spurrier. I like the way that he um, writes dialogue, and yep. I like the way that he often ties in like real world issues into his books. He just does it really naturally and flawlessly. I like his storytelling style, and so that's what I am here for. Yeah. I'm not, you know, looking for recommendations. No. of the Flash right now. Sorry. Oh, I also recommend uh, you can keep going. Uh, oh. Green Arrow number four. I liked the last few Green Arrows. I do need to catch up. I think on number three. Uh, and I have not read Immortal Thor number one yet, so I can't recommend Immortal Thor two. Um, but I can recommend Blade. I read Blade two. I like that a lot. Um, so Blade three comes out this week, and that's worth checking out as well. Very very nice. It's weird. Um, I want to uh, definitely. I'm going to recommend Realm of X number two. This is the like magic and karma and ah, uh, yes. typhoid Mary book uh, written by uh, Torin Gronbeck. Uh, so I'm definitely checking out that uh, Jean Grey number two. You can't stop me from reading this book. I can't <laughs> wait for this. Uh, Louise Simonson uh, writing this Bernard Chang on art. I had an opportunity to tell Louise uh, yeah. that I loved her book. She was passing by me at New York uh, at Baltimore Comic Con. And I very covertly just was like, hey, you hey. do an awesome job. This is, this is so good. So she's, she said she's hopeful that uh, the second she doesn't disappoint. I feel like there's no way. Um, <laughs> So, you know, just very, very excited for that book. Like the first issue was just such a strong entry. And like I said, like it, it was just 
you know, sometimes writers who have written for um, periods of comics tend to have that same feeling. It's not, not all of them, but some of them do. It's just like, you know, that's like they're a 90s writer, they're an 80s writer, there's an early 2000s writer. Uh, her book was just so flawlessly current feeling that I was like, it, it was almost like, what? Yeah. What? So, you know, just really, really strong writing there. Um, I feel like there should definitely be more stuff that I'm picking up this week. Yeah. <laughs> but that's enough for you. But if I mean, not, like, it doesn't have to like, be. It's always nice for me to like have an opportunity to maybe grab um, something new or to like yeah. catch up on something. So that's very true. Yeah, I'll, I'll check around when it comes out. So yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, and I can catch up on grab the actual Wolverine issue. That's right. That'll be good for me to to do and yes. not read the Wolverine Predator book, which is what I didn't. You say. already did. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hulkzilla. Thank you very much for your support. Uh, we do appreciate it. You just closed the tab. I was gonna look. At. I know. I just realized that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'll find it later. You're fine. You're fine. Anyway, that that's it. Yeah, that's I, it. I think we're all wrapped up here, folks. <laughs> yes, I should mention. Um, you know, we're uh, uh, we're shooting back issues this Wednesday. I'm looking forward to it. It's a book that I can't believe we never did, um, but it is also a prelude to a new initiative for back issues that is going to roll forward. It's not going to be every week, but we're going to start with a couple of redos, a couple of re episodes reback issues back-to-back issues if you will where um you know maybe i didn't focus too much on one story you know because i was just relying on it for memory the show back issues has been going on for almost 10 years and i've been the show's evolved yes significantly sure. yeah so yep uh, the, so we're gonna like kind of break the ice by doing a book we've never done mm-hmm. but leading into a book that we've very much done it's one of our more, more popular episodes of all time Ooh. but uh, i'm excited for it but uh I'm excited too. yeah but it'll the, the one episode we did will be broken into three big ass episodes um that will not be back to back so don't you know don't don't get too excited don't be like right. hey right, right, right. you did some crappy avengers book about uh ramona ramona renslayer that's, that's not that's not what you were supposed to be doing before it's like yeah look we gotta we gotta mix things up a little bit mm-hmm. but uh yeah uh, thank you all so much for supporting us. Uh, thank you to our super chatters for sponsoring today's yes. show. Thanks to the chatters for keeping the chat alive and chatting it up and being respectful and being cool. And of course, thank you uh, for you for watching the show live and uh, checking us out and uh, for catching the show after the fact. If you did catch us after the fact, uh, if you want to support us more directly, go to patreon.com slash comic Watch Divinity on twitch.tv slash comic uh, Playing video games Tuesdays and Wednesdays normally. And uh, all the descriptions, all the info for everything we do is in the description below. Uh, click that and find links and everything. Obviously, Twitter is dying a slow and painful and public and pathetic death, uh, all, uh, I think, uh, under the uh, auspices of um, uh, our our uh, betters. I think it's a grand conspiracy to, de- to de-democratize humanity. Uh, but uh, as it's dying, uh, we will find other methods of reaching out to you. Uh, but, you know, uh, follow the community tab and other methods. Uh, all descriptions uh, have everything you need. So check that out. We'll see you guys next time with an all new episode of Author Rack. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. Thanks for watching. Bye.